You are listening to Masorti Voice, the podcast of Masorti Israel. Masorti Israel is a community of Israeli Jews committed to living a life balanced evenly between Jewish tradition and modern values. This podcast explores elements of Jewish tradition through their eyes. I'm Sam Rotenberg, and the interviews in this podcast include members of Masorti's youth group, Noam, Alicia Wolfen, Rabbi at a Masorti synagogue in Zichron Yaakov, and Verid Hollander Goldfarb, who teaches Torah and Tanakh at the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This is the first episode, and it is all about Hanukkah, and more specifically, miracles. And I'll let you, like, tell me what you need from me. Oh, cool. Um, well, I'll show you the bit on Glip. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so that, that's, that'll be good. So, um, I'd like to, if it's possible, talk to you just a little bit about just a description about what Noam is <laughs> and what's happening here tonight, and then ask you this question that we're going to ask um, a number of people, and then maybe pull out some members to so, talk with them. Okay. Like, time. Yeah. Great. So if it's going to be like after the, like we start the activity and then I'll be like, available. available. Perfect. Okay. okay. So like uh, 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Who are you, and what's happening here tonight? In English, right? Yeah. If you need Hebrew, then Devor is here. She's our expert translator. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, so my name is Itai Gat. Um, like I am the I don't know the manager of the Sniff. Yeah, the head of the chapter. I've uh, finished uh, 12th grade last year in June. And now I'm doing like a service year, uh, volunteering in education in Jerusalem. Ah, so like before the army. Yeah, between the school and the army. Um, so I'm volunteering in education uh, in Noam and in uh, like Jerusalem schools. Cool. And this particular podcast is going to be for Hanukkah. And the topic is miracles. And so the question that we're asking everybody is, have you ever experienced a miracle? The miracle? A miracle. A miracle. Like... Um, I lived I, in, in a kibbutz in the south of Israel during, like, um, all, all my life. So I came to the city this year, and it's a very um, spatial and significant uh, experience to me. And I can, in my work, I can see that I don't know if I can make miracles, but... I can make a very big uh, and strong shinui change. change. I don't know if it's a miracle, but it's something. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Aviv. Aviv, nice to meet you. The question is, have you ever experienced a miracle? Have I ever experienced a miracle? Dalia. Hadal. Hadal. What's your name? Amirai. Amichai. I'm Edith Mivorach Shag. Um, I'm, not, I'm not completely sure. Hmm. Yes, I did. Uh, when I was about five or six, I um, I went to a park that was not in such a great neighborhood. I lived in Beit Shemesh then. My phone fell on the floor and don't... Uh, didn't break. Break. And I got into a slide and and I didn't want to slide down that fast that day. So I took off my socks because usually the socks would like, you know, zoom it. Maybe not what you would define a miracle, but in my eyes... Yeah. I think that everybody's experienced a miracle because miracles 
don't have to be something enormous that are life-changing. I experience it almost every day. I don't get in a car crash. I took them off and then and then it like I barely moved and like I went like yeah I tried to go down and I was gonna put the, my socks back on, and halfway through I kind of like stopped and I looked and there was just like bars and like and like pretty much a broken slide but no like nothing like nice and plastic the end of me it was just like metal and like I always thought that it was like a miracle that like I took off my socks that day because otherwise I would have like fallen to the to my at least few broken bones. Oh my god. I think every morning I'm experiencing a miracle in my life. Uh, when I wake up in the morning and I have uh, air in my lungs and I, I can see and I have my family is health and everybody is okay. Uh, I think it's a miracle. <laughs> it's really nice. And you really feel that every morning? Like... Not every morning, but in the morning that I can feel that, it's, it's a miracle itself. Hey Alicia, it's Sam Rotenberg. I'm calling to talk with you this morning about miracles for the Sorty Podcast. I hope to catch you soon. Bye. Could you just introduce yourself so we know who you are? Okay, my name is Elisha, Elisha Wolfen. I'm uh, the rabbi of uh, Kilat Zahavta in Zichon Yaakov. So there was something that came up recently about miracles that I, I wanted to ask you about specifically, which was that, I think it was two days ago, Devorah and I went over to a meeting of uh, Noam youth group over at Morishat Avraham in Jerusalem. And we asked a couple of the kids, you know, what a miracle is if they had a story about a miracle they experienced. And we got a lot of stories about people who maybe they were in a car and they just barely avoided a car accident or somebody who was going down a slide and decided to go down very slowly only to realize that if they had gone fast, they would have fallen through a broken slide. And I think that was, what was surprising about that is their sense of miracles were bad things that didn't happen. So, and that's the same question of, you know, you know what's the blessing here? The blessing that um, we came out unscathed from a potential car accident. Um, so who's responsible for the car accident? Had there been an and, you know, there are constant. Who's responsible for that? Is that another, is that another divine source? It's the same God, it's one God. Right, so if you say that the miracle is that you didn't get in a car accident, then you have to say, I feel like you have to say that it was a miracle that you almost got in a car accident. Right, but then can you even extend it and say, can you even see a miracle in in the car accident itself? It's, you know, I, I wouldn't want to say it just because in respect for people who underwent severe car accidents and uh, for them, there's no miracle there at all. But, um, you know, there's another, one of our colleagues, I'm, I'm not going to mention his name, he's 
in 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 Israel, somewhat well known, a young young guy who, during his shnat shirut, his year of service before military service, which many young Israelis do, he fell uh, in a tiyul in a in a on a, on a hike, mm-hmm. um, and became sev- severely handicapped. Um, um, all his limbs, and uh, he does move his hands. He does not move. He's unable to move his, his legs. And the hands are also very limited in their movement. Um, he's wheelchair bound. Um, and every year, at the time of the accident, he throws a big party. And A, A, because he survived. And, and yet, not only for him that it was a great miracle he survived, um, he regards the accident as one of the greatest gifts that he received. Um, he it brought out of him elements, characteristics that, that maybe were there before, that, but he would not have really been able to bring them to the forefront um, because he would have been busy doing so many other things. So he he celebrates not just the survival, but also the, the accident itself. There's something about calling that a miracle that I struggle with, even though I, I hear all of the benefits that came out of it, and you know this this man finding himself in a whole new way. But I mean, to imagine the kind of uh, the kind of that kind of tragedy as miracle, just it, I don't know. It's just it, it seems like there's a difficulty there. Well, well it, it, that goes back to how we define miracle, we, and we haven't really defined miracle, and I don't know if that's what we're going to do, but uh, um, it all depends how we define miracle. Well, so let's do it. Wait, that. can we can we try? Okay. okay, we can try. The word miss, through the word miss, means um, um, like a flag. <laughs> you know, we raise a flag. But it could also be, not just a flag as we know today, but miss would be um, a flag in the sense of a... Um, an identity, like um, uh, hold out your identity proudly, clearly, and that's that's a miracle in a sense. But uh, it's extracting clarity out of blurred reality. And the oil, the oil was um, the oil was this unique oil. It was olive oil. That, you know, physically speaking, it was simply olive oil. Uh, metaphysically speaking, we're talking about purity. It was pure oil. But created this clear light. And the miracle here is that we were able to to decipher the the unclean from the clean, the 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 impure, the impure um the pure from the impure, meaning being able to really see clearly who who I really am and who am I not. Well thanks a lot Alicia. You're welcome. Thank you, Sam. Well any uh, any final thoughts before we hang up? Oh, that's a dangerous question. That's oh, okay. a dangerous question to ask a rabbi. Don't do that. You're no mir- no miracles there. Okay. Little. <laughs> <laughs> Little. Bye. I'm Barrett Hollander Goldfarb. I teach at the Conservative Yeshiva um, for, oh, I don't know how many years, about 14 or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I enjoy it.
So, so far, and I went over to a NOAM meeting in uh, East Talpiote and asked a lot of the kids if they ever experienced a miracle. And the answer that surprised me the most was when this particular kid said, I experience a miracle every day because I don't get in a car crash. <laughs> he has a good point, or she has a good point. <laughs> And it surprised me because I, you would think that a miracle, at least coming into this, I thought that a miracle was like a surprising thing out of the blue. You know, this thing shows up on your doorstep and it's magical and wondrous. And So I took that question to Rabbi Alicia Wolfen, who shared a story that a congregant who was on a teul and took a serious fall and became essentially paralyzed for life. And that this congregant actually sees that as a miracle now, and that like he's learned so much about himself that he didn't have access to before that fall. And I mean, I had an adverse reaction to that, because that, that just implies that, I mean, that is a, that's a tragedy, obviously. And he fell and broke many, many bones. And, but, like, I'm wondering, when you hear that story like do you like what's your reaction to that i would say the miracle in that story is his attitude <laughs> no I, I i would not advocate falling off any cliffs <laughs> or getting into car accidents <laughs> um, but having that inner strength which i assume he didn't know he had until he had to change his entire life around because uh, nobody plans for something like this if we did, it wouldn't happen. Um, to have that inner strength, that is a tremendous, I would say, that is the miracle. But I think miracles happen, A, when you need them. If you don't need them, you're not going to appreciate them. Um, and B, when you are able to put that label on, because nobody's going to come around and put it on for you. That's a, as you said, somebody falls off a cliff and is able to say, wow, see what I've learned about myself. Not the label I would have put on it, mm -hmm. but for him. <laughs> that is um, an eye-opener. And miracles are a lot about eye-opening. That's on the personal level. On the national level, uh, there's also the issue of eye-opening. Um, maybe that's where we get into the story of Hanukkah. Yeah, go there. That's very nice. <laughs> uh, look, there was a battle. You know, there, there was a disagreement within the Jewish people if we should become more Jewish or less Jewish, if you wish, in our practices. More radical, less radical. Take on Greek culture. Do not take on Greek culture. Of course, we took on a lot of Greek culture no matter what, mm -hmm. no matter what side we were on. Um, but the ability to see the battle and the victory of that battle as a miracle and not as a military strategy well planned and well carried out and not to say well that's because we had fabulous soldiers and a really motivated officer leading the crowd and 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 now we start to look at if you wish a different narrative and the narrative that reads miracles and is willing to say why was i why was one side successful when the other side was not? So you can see it as a series of small miracles of people being determined enough to go out there and do something. 
and that people actually had the courage to go out and decide that they will change what doesn't look changeable. Um, and after it all happened, that nobody stood up and say, it's because I'm so wonderful. Uh, which is, we have a certain inclination as human beings to do that. <laughs> I did it. Um, to give credit elsewhere and not to yourself takes a little practice, I think. Well, thanks a lot. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Rabbi Alicia Wolfen, Barrett Hollander Goldfarm, the Talpaz Chapter of Noam, Devorah Greenberg and Masorti Israel for making this whole podcast possible. You can learn more about Masorti Judaism at masorti.org. And a huge thank you to Sammy Rosenbaum for providing all of the music you heard in this episode. Check out his website and amazing new CD of Jewish-inspired music at sammyrosenbaum.com. Coming home.